I have a three-year-old niece whose room is crammed with toys. Toys on her bed, toys in her closet, toys underneath her bed, toys in a trunk, toys everywhere. There are stuffed animals in every corner of her room. There is Peppa Pig, Nala from Lion King, a giant Hello Kitty, a Pikachu, and one of her favorites, Baby Shark. Toys can tell us a lot about a current period of time. Power Rangers were a big hit back in the 90s. I couldn't get my hands on many of those toys. But I do remember having a Red Ranger plush toy. And I remember the commercials. It's the mighty Warpin Power Rangers, Teenage Defenders of Earth. After 20 plus years, the Power Rangers series is still around. So when I see them, it brings back nostalgia. That's the magic a toy has. It's for entertainment, but for a child, it's more than just that. And at one museum in Mexico City, these kind of toys are a time capsule of Mexico's rich cultural history. I'm Manolo Morales, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Today, we're taking a look inside El Museo del Juguete Antiguo, the antique toy museum. A museum that not only plays with your imagination, but also serves as a creator's vault of memories of Mexico's rich culture and history. More after this. For your next vacation spot, check out Texas for their vast landscape of culture, regions, destinations, and activities. Explore 350 miles of coastline and every kind of hiking trail, from strenuous to wheelchair accessible. Enjoy world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Travel Texas even offers an online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I've been to Mexico City more than once. I always try to make a stop at a museum to enrich my knowledge of the country where my parents are from. On my last visit, I made my way to a neighborhood called Colonia Doctores. It's widely known for being home to Arena Mexico, an indoor space where professional wrestling, or lucha libre, as it's known here, takes place. This neighborhood is also home to a quirky building. It's five floors. There is a big rocking horse hanging on the windows, two big swans, some parts of a toy car, and art plaster on the sidewalls. This is El Museo del Juguete Antiguo, the Antique Toy Museum. Hey, hola Manolo. Hola Roberto, ¿cómo estás? Bien, welcome, Bien. welcome to the museum, man. This is Roberto Shimizu Jr. He's an architect who also runs a museum alongside his father. 
this this collection has more than five million objects, and my father has like these amazing eyes to see these objects and the magical part of them. This collection was started by Roberto's father, who is now in his late 70s. When I first walked into the museum, I noticed glass cabinets with tiny plastic toys, trinkets, action figures, and music boxes that were all from Japan. Most of these little uh, objects, toys, and this domestic technology that Japan was producing at that time, well, that, that, the stuff that my father started keeping in his, in his collection, like just keeping the joyful moments of his life. Roberto's family is from Japan. In fact, before the building became a museum, it was actually a vecindad, a multifamily apartment that was built by Roberto's grandfather in the 1930s. For sure that my grandpa helped a lot of families here in Mexico to, to settle down first, then to, to learn the language. Roberto's family fits. Mexico City is beautiful. Part of that beauty comes from its diverse culture that it's brought in by new waves of immigration throughout the years and even decades. For example, Lebanese immigrants came to Mexico in the 19th century, some to escape the religious oppression of the Ottoman Empire and others just to find a better life. One of the most famous Mexicans with Lebanese heritage is Salma Hayek, who once played the legendary painter Frida Kahlo. And Frida Kahlo's father was actually from Germany. At El Museo del Juguete Antiguo, each object goes through the hands of Roberto's father and reflects the diversity and history of the area. Although Roberto's father never had the intention of making this building into a museum in the first place, my father used to check the trash and say, hey, why are you throwing this to the trash? And say, hey, dad, stop checking my trash. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Roberto wouldn't call this hoarding, if that's what you're thinking. Let's just say he was holding on to memories. And little by little, the collection became so large that the family decided to open their space for others to enjoy. The building officially became a museum in 2008, and it always stood apart from other museums in the city. From my experience, most museums are very strict with their guidelines. There is always tight security, lines to form, and plenty of them are closed on Mondays for cleaning. El Museo del Juguete Antiguo does not follow these rules. You get to experience the museum how you want. I started in a room that was lined with action figures, specifically Transformers and Knights of the Zodiacs, Japanese toy collections that made it evident how proud this family is about their roots and how much it means to them. And while one explores around the museum, you also bump into messages like this one. The kid that knows him play is not a kid. Because nowadays, we see a lot of kids with the cell phone and with the tablet. There are no high-tech toys here. Instead, toys from decades past are highlighted behind glass displays. Some toys are grouped together in a very conceptual format, like this circus display. So we put all the scenarios, the different scenarios in the circus, from the animals, from the bearded woman, the strong woman, you know, the, the guy that is like the serpent and, and the snake uh, enchanting guy. Este, you can see all the guys over here. The display is a tribute to Circo Adaite, a family-owned circus that began operating in 1888 and is still around in Mexico. There are black and white photographs of the family, some in their clown makeup. There is something special about seeing these pictures to see how drastically different circuses were back then. We're right now going to the second hall, 
-hmm. as you can see all the all the walls in the museum is full of art no it's everything Navira, yeah Splash of colors covering every inch of the walls, many of them done by upcoming Mexican artists. So there can't be a toy museum without Barbies. The second floor is entirely stored with them. There are celebrity Barbies like Beyonce, Cher, Marilyn Monroe, and Elvis Presley. And of course, there's the first ever Barbie, the one with the black and white striped bathing suit. There's also rare ones like the pregnant Barbie, and even an older-looking Ken doll that's supposed to be the grandfather. But what I really was excited to see in this museum was the iconic Mexican figure everyone in the country knows of. This contains the, the major Lucha Libre archive in Mexico. Uh, we have the original masks of El Santo. El Santo was a Lucha Libre wrestler, but he went on to become a major movie star. Think Dwayne The Rock Johnson or John Cena. He's famously known for wearing a platinum mask and his identity was always a mystery. No one knew exactly how he looked. And my father says that is the only Mexican-made toy created by Mexican with a Mexican concept and Mexican uh, craftsmanship. At a street market in Mexico, you would most likely encounter a toy stand selling miniature figures of El Santo in his iconic position with his right hand up and his left hand down. You may even find replicas of this figure as your other favorite superheroes, like Spider-Man or Batman. Some of the toys and objects in the museum have been around longer than my existence, so I know there is definitely some energy here. Or it might just be my superstition. But I definitely felt this strange energy when I walked into this room of Oni baby dolls. For example, are, many, many people say that it's creepy, this room. <laughs> this, it does look creepy. <laughs> 600 pairs of eyes were looking at me. I was feeling pretty nervous. While this museum carries toys and objects that take us back in time, they also carry actual memories of Roberto's father. After all, this is Roberto's father's collection. So he guides me to the next floor. Uh, right now, we're looking to uh, really historic stuff in Mexico, which is the student movements. 1968 was the first time that the youngsters... The 1968 student movement in Mexico was a response to the government spending on the Summer Olympics of that year. Students demanded political freedom and an end to El PRI, a political party that had been in power since 1929. Roberto's father took part of the movement and had to store the posters, banners, and flags in the museum to remember a part of Mexico's history. There are also pictures of the dance, female dancers who performed in burlesque. Roberto's father had a little obsession for them. At that time, I think the beautiness of the woman was totally different from now. It's almost impossible to actually take a look at every single item in the museum because there are so many. Every toy here is and was special to Roberto's father. But that's not the only takeaway Roberto wants you to leave with after visiting the museum. And museums that doesn't do community work, like they die. So it's important to have the archive and the museum, of course. But if you don't, if you don't do like a community work with the, with the district, it's almost impossible to, to interact and survive. Roberto also invites young artists to display their work on the walls of the museum. And this is the next step Roberto is taking, after his father, to make the museum more than just a storage of toys. 
La toy is the object, but the whole world is inside your mind and your creativity and imagination. The museum is open every day, including Mondays. So stop by to revisit your childhood and play with your imagination. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Stitcher Studios. Our production team includes Dylan Therese, Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Baudelaire, Gabby Gladney, Johanna Mayer. Our technical director is Casey Holford. This episode was mixed by Luce Fleming. Our theme and end credits music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Anola Morales. Hasta luego. that it's the call of the crave and when the crave calls you know what to do try the five dollar bacon bundle because the only thing better than a white castle slider is a white castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon so pick any two of either the bacon cheese slider 1921 bacon cheese slider or chicken bacon ranch slider and also get a small fry for just five dollars with the five dollar bacon bundle white castle follow your crave after the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Medela, the mark of the fight. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.